Welcome to the show. I'm not sure what music I'll pick yet, but you'll be hearing it, I guess. I kind of want to include music from a game I'm about to talk about with you guys, and it is Dying Light, the first game. The second one, as of right now, has still not been released yet, and I haven't heard any new information about it for what feels like a year and a couple months. So, I don't know. I I do know that I'm still, like, excited about it, and I'll just be happy when it gets released, but you want it to be good when it's released, so it's fine. 2020, you know? There's a lot of different things to talk about in Dying Light, but I will keep this episode a lot briefer than all the rest. I just want to say thank you for all the views and also all the support on the previous episode and yeah i know takia wants to eventually do another episode and stuff so thank you guys for that i'm gonna gather my thoughts and i'll be back in a moment to try to have a somewhat flowing discussion about dying light thank you again i have attempted recording this twice now i get nervous while talking about the game because i want to try to do a good job and i also want this to be a brief episode and there are a couple little things i want to make sure i include but i'm not doing a video essay or anything like that so i'm just really talking about what i like in the game so i love that the game has like high mobility and stuff like that and I also love that it's a zombie game. I also love all the looting and stuff. And those are like some of the basic key interests of the games, which I like. But because I played the game so much, and I also love reading into all the details and stuff and all the collectibles and the lore, the game also has a vast amount of lore. So there is quite a lot to talk about. It's just I need to figure out what angle I want to approach and talk about first and I'm not trying to make this two hours long or anything like that I'm just overall very impressed with the game and if you haven't already played it I'm totally recommending it so I'll try to be a little bit more concise about how I'm gonna talk about it now so I'm debating on how many spoilers or what I should try to not spoil in the game. The game is relatively old, so, I mean, I think I'll talk about it a little bit more freely, but I also want you guys to try playing it for yourself, because the story is, you you can probably predict it as you're playing along, you can typically guess a lot of story beats and everything like that, but it is still a good game, and it does have a story there. It especially gets more fleshed out in a DLC, and also with all the different collectibles and lore, you can definitely see more about the characters in that as well. So if it's a game you have time to play, and if you want to get invested in, you have that option. But I guess I should just talk about the gameplay itself first. I already mentioned 
that it is high mobility and zombies and the zombies is definitely the backdrop setting but I think the real appeal of the game is the mobility along with just like you know busting open a zombie's head and it exploding all over the place it does have a healthy amount of gore in it and it's good to like it has good attention to detail in that where when you're dismantling a zombie with your weapons and stuff you think about how you're gonna do it so you're running along you're parkouring you can do lots of different parkour moves in this game and it all revolves around you leveling up and becoming better as you do things. So if you are running and you climb and you hop over stuff and you're getting XP towards your like parkour meter or your mobility score, then you eventually get a level in that thing in particular and then you have a skill branch tree and all that. And then you can make selections and you eventually max it out and stuff. Same thing goes for your survival and power. Power is more like your combat and stuff. So, like, you can throw things, you can do more damage, you can do more hand-to-hand combat, those kind of things. And then survival is more like you can craft better, you can make certain things. You get access to a grappling hook eventually, and you also get access to camouflage. The grappling hook then also helps you level up your mobility if you haven't maxed that out, but you get more XP from just doing parkour moves, so you should really hold off on a grappling hook if you somehow didn't max out mobility first. But that's a minor detail. I'm just very impressed in general to just the gameplay where you're taking the time to level up your character with different skills and stuff which then make it easier for you to survive in the world in general so as you play the game you naturally get better at the game and your character also unlocks more abilities which makes it easier to play the game which is pretty standard stuff but it's implemented very well in the game because early on you are quite squishy and you get messed up by just about any zombie if you aren't really expecting to get into a fight you can easily get overwhelmed and you will need to run away from certain encounters and that makes sense especially to somebody who just gets dropped into a zombie apocalypse like your main character does you should know his name is kyle crane because i'll probably slip up and just say kyle crane randomly and if i didn't specify that now then it probably wouldn't make sense so as you're playing as crane he is very inexperienced but he is a very quick learner i also find it very ironic that he is a crane is you see a lot of cranes in the game and they make the obvious jokes too that isn't much of a spoiler but cranes are like nimble birds to an extent and I just find that interesting because you definitely find yourself peeking over ledges and walking on almost literal tight ropes with like cables and whatnot. So that's just something amusing. I mean, a lot of 
fictitious characters are named appropriately for what they do in their given stories. So I guess that just makes sense. That was a slight tangent from what I said I was going to be talking about. But back to the gameplay aspect. You end up leveling up. You end up relying on your advanced movement heavily until you get better at fighting zombies. But you also end up fighting people. But it becomes very clear that there are better ways of handling people namely ranged weapons so once you get a firearm which is somewhat tough to come by you can easily take care of them if you just stay on target but you can still lose a lot of health quickly especially if any of them happen to have firearms or get you know close to you and you don't have a lot of health already from anything else you were fighting moments before that there's a lot of things just to keep in mind and manage but when it comes to zombies you're typically good as long as you can avoid them and keep relatively quiet or you know if you have a bow that makes it quite simple aim for the head not a lot of sound go retrieve arrows and then you go over to people you can make a lot of noise zombies come and maybe they'll fight the zombies and you can pick whoever wins to kill or you have a gun and you can execute them because like even though you have they have their hands up if you go for the loot then they're gonna try to attack you almost always so even though they have their hands up you still basically have to shoot which is unfortunate because like when somebody's surrendering it's kind of cheap to shoot them but I guess they didn't really mean it right and then it's like you're getting into a weird territory where if you shoot them before that then you're in their head a bit I I feel like I'm, I'm gonna start explaining like my comic book like Marvel's Civil War in the comics Uh, I don't know how many of you guys are gonna get that it's fine so another easy way of handling AI people is with a bow you might start to sense a pattern that almost any problem that I encounter in the game I like to use a bow for it it seems like one of the best weapons to use in general where you can not have to worry about noise it is almost an instant kill at a safe range where you won't be hit and as long as you stay on target like there's no problem it also does not have to deal with the durability bar that your melee weapons have and I'll explain that a bit Your weapons that you craft or you pick up typically have a durability bar and that gets whittled down from you just hitting things, be it a zombie skull, a human skull, and I think even by hitting walls and stuff, just whatever you hit and it makes contact with will whittle it down, leading to you needing to repair it. And different weapons have different number of times you can repair it. 
or them, I guess, would have been more proper. So it's really managing your tools quite a bit. So uh, something like a bow, which doesn't have a durability bar, very advantageous, and it also has ammo you can recover on, like, guns which don't have a durability bar, but you have to almost constantly be buying more ammo. And whenever you choose to use that ammo, you're risking drawing more unwanted attention from zombies and stuff. So that's basically some rough gameplay explained. You level up quite a bit to make things easier. You have different weapons, things that you can pick from. Certain things are better than others, especially in certain situations. I'm very biased in that category. And just the mobility in general is just such a big part of the game where you have to be good at parkouring eventually in the game if you want to be able to do anything or at least do anything cool I guess but it comes with playing the game the next thing I should probably explain is the viral infection itself where zombies are now running around eating people or milling about and eating people so the Haran virus that it is called in a game you the story takes place in Haran and you Kyle Crane are dropped off in this hellscape to help out a organization which is going to be doing unsavory things probably that's a spoiler but you're working for the government you should know that you're not always that great uh so the viral infection it is compared to rabies and uh the easy comparison there is the hydrophobia where a lot of the zombies are afraid of water except for one variant which is probably because it was killed or died around water leaving its body all bloated and stuff that's not the biggest spoiler a lot of zombies in general in a lot of different media have different variants and you typically get things like this so like the left for dead franchise has the smoker and whatnot and everything else i think the most comparable one is the smoker which is why i mentioned it but i won't go too much into detail besides that you have your typical zombie during the day which is going to be weaker slower and you just have to worry about them in greater numbers and then you have your ranged one which is one which i was mentioning which would be typically found by water you have your big guy with a hammer which is slow but hits hard and has more health but you know an arrow to the head will fix that you have your extra beefy boy, which I won't spoil because they're much rarer, and you also get some fun reveals with those guys. You have the most annoying one of all, which is also extremely comparable to a lot of other zombie games, is uh, one which explodes. You could call it a boomer. So, oh, 
can't believe I almost forgot this one. I like to call this one just Nightmare Fuel. It is a volatile. That is what it's called in the game. And they are just all around scary. They only come out at night. And that's another big game mechanic I should cover. The day and night cycle is very significant. So when it starts to become dark out, you want to get back to a safe house. And you don't want to do a mission at night unless you're confident. And also have good lung capacity. I won't try to get too much into it besides that. One of the main appeals of Dying Light is this type of like idea brought on that the nighttime is so much worse than the daytime and a lot of people are afraid of the dark anyway and it just it fits thematically I mean the game is called Dying Light so you want to stay out during the day because once it gets dark out things get a lot scarier a lot of the virus is, revolves around this because UV seems to have a very strong effect on the infected where they don't like to interact with UV light which keeps them away from safe houses and also slows them down and seems to actually inflict damage on them which is probably why the zombies are much slower during the day because those same normal zombies at night can turn into virals which also can appear during the day but they are the freshly turned people so if you are bitten and if you aren't getting any form of treatment and if you eventually turn then you are turning into a viral which is going to be fast strong and even imitate people a little bit and are how most people get infected because it's early on stage and it seems to have good muscle density and it can just sprint at you and it will claw and scratch at you and try to get a nice little bite. So virals are one of the bigger things to be scary of during day and night, but for real nightmare fuel still comes from volatiles. And I have been very, very scared of them and I am now a very high level compared to an inexperienced player for sure and I still occasionally will have problems with them because they are very strong mechanic wise and you have to be mindful of them or else they will eat you they're just scary and I don't want to spoil too much about them they are a big draw for the game and yeah I think that's what zombies pretty much covered you can get into like how the outbreak started you can say it started in a lab and that like the government was involved and the military was involved you can even like theorize that the aliens were involved and that's more of an easter egg but if you want to tie the aliens in you can say that all the space rocks that you found in the game and where you found like the hidden easter eggs and stuff you know maybe the military found it too but the more likely case is that you had a little bit of a corrupt government who allowed shady things to happen and the military gets involved and then you have like a population 
who is not exactly living the most wealthy lifestyle in more of a slum-like area. Not to call any of them out. But they were easy targets. And that's unfortunate. The game is very stunning and beautiful. And it's... You can see a lot of the attention to detail and different parts of map. So you have like main story missions and side story stuff. And in the side story stuff, you get a lot more like funny gags and weird stuff, which helps you just level up. Like it's not always taking itself super serious, but it kind of fleshes up a world a bit. You also have like different characters you interact with and people's opinion of you change like they're fluid like there's we're not static characters they kind of get more development over the course of a story and what you do to help out and you can also just be around at the right time to just hear offhanded comments from individuals in a game which will help explore more of the story and lore if you were to not pick up on certain things and I want to say like I spent a lot of time just running around the map looking for more lore related things because there's so many collectibles I still haven't gotten all of them I'm only like 77% of way done with one of the achievements where it's like find all the collectibles and then everything like gets expanded more with the DLC but DLC, the following, just adds a whole new area, very big, very open farmland, stronger zombies, and you even get access to a car, which you can be driven off-road and used to absolutely decimate most zombies. Not volatiles, though. Those things are still scary, even when you're in a car. I'm very satisfied with, like, the addition of that DLC. I'm a little tweaked about the ending, just like how I was a little tweaked about the ending in the base game. The problem with the end in the base game is that it was a quick time event. I was fine with like, you know, a final showdown and everything leading up to that was pretty good anyway. But it's always tough to have a satisfying villain, it seems. And this guy was pretty evil, but, you know, in a game where you're like becoming really, really strong, and do all these cool combat parkour stuff but all the fights with other humans weren't like that where the most advantageous thing to do was to have a gun or a bow and it wouldn't make sense to not be able to blast his head off with a shotgun and you go for like hand-to-hand combat but you know that you're really strong and he's just like kind of like a bad dude i mean they were kind of pushed to be a quick time event, I guess. But, I don't know. It just wasn't as satisfying as I wanted it to be. And the DLC and its ending is you get presented with a choice. Now, I've done both choices. I know which one I like better. And I also like that one more because you get to do a little bit of a fight because of it. And yeah, that just 
but it does make it a bit better in that sense too but also the other ending is just something i personally can't get behind and i don't want to spoil it you'll have to play the game yourself i guess or you just watch a youtube video so there's that let's see i'm trying to think about like i don't want to brag i mean i like talking about the game i'm just really satisfied with everything i got in the game i haven't gotten everything there's still much more for me to do they've added stuff in like they added stuff throughout 2019 so like more weapons more skins more like they i guess you can call them game modes more like events to do like they still do seasonal events and they still have like reoccurring things like pop up so like events that you can do with the community like where you get like super strength or you can use infinite grappling hook like in one of the more seasonal ones is like you can hunt down a zombie that's kind of all decorated up and it drops easter eggs and it's like an easter bunny zombie i guess so there's like they still do a lot of stuff for this game and that's good because like it's keeping the community alive for sure while they wait for dying light 2 and this game has a lot of reason to continue to play it because it's just all around pretty good i love running around looting even though i have like so much duct tape or i have so many strings or like so many batteries i still want to collect more and craft more firecrackers and explosives and different like little weapons i want to use like the game is really satisfying to play especially in multiplayer where you can goof off with your friends a bit though my connection is absolute crap so i wouldn't be able to do that anymore but i still find myself like when i'm more you know feeling nostalgic and also want to play a more laid-back game I can shoot up Dying Light and it'll be good. Like, I'll get stressed out if I choose to play at nighttime still in the game, but I can just run around different parts of the city, um, dunking on zombies, grabbing more loot, and just having fun with a bow and arrow, just shooting zombies from, like, I'm guessing 15 meters away and less. Because. I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to miss. I can shoot pretty well. Now it sounds like I'm bragging, I guess. What I'm really happy about is... I think this was added with the DLC, the following. Is once you max out your levels, you can do legend levels. Which will allow you to... Drop a level into... 10... Well... 10 or 12, I think each like level you get that's a legend level will increase a percentage of a given thing so they have a section for like health and so like if your max health from a base game can be go can go all the way up to 200 then it will go up to like 203 and then it'll go like up to 205 and like 207 type deal and you just keep on going and going until you hit the cap and another thing can be like your med kits 
only heal up to a certain point, well, you can upgrade how, how strong your medkits are, so you get better medkits. Or you can increase how much your health recovers because your health doesn't recover up to your max, it recovers up to 45 or something. And you can push that up to more. So there's just like different oddball things like that. But what I noticed is that they had a category for unarmed combat and also one for bow slash... Wow, crossbow. I was going to call it a bolt something. They shoot bolts. So I upgraded unarmed combat and also bows. So I love just running around with my fists because fists also don't have durability. And it makes it easier to do the combos, I think. And it also makes it look a lot cooler when you're just running around. Just doing like mixed martial arts on zombies. Like Jesus does in The Walking Dead. Like that, that's cool. And the bow is like, oh, you just do like crazy amounts of damage. Like you already can drop a zombie pretty easy. Especially when you have like one of the best bows in the game. That sounds like bragging. But I love my bow. And you just, I just point generally in the direction of the head. And sometimes the head just explodes. Like you upgrade the damage so much, zombies just don't know what to do. I love that I can drop some of the strongest zombies in the game with just one well-placed arrow shot where I shoot them in the eye socket. And that's just fun to do. So... Yeah, I don't really get bored of a game even when I'm doing like kind of mundane, low-key things. And there always seemed to be more to do in the game as well if I was just looking at, hey, what else do I need? Oh, I still need to find this collectible? Well, maybe I'll go look for it. Or, hey, I want to get like more material so I can craft this really cool weapon and I'll be able to make it, and then I'll have fun playing with that for a bit. Or, I wonder if there's any Easter eggs or hidden little things I missed, and I'll just have fun running around doing that. So, the game just still hasn't gotten old for me yet. I still find myself going back to it. I really am excited about the second game, and I want other people to know about this game, because the community is pretty welcoming from my experience that is and this was just a really easy thing and fun thing for me to be able to talk about and share with you guys because you guys have been so supportive and welcoming to me doing this and it seems like you guys have been enjoying it I totally should probably reconsider uploading at 3am though because it always seems like some episodes get more views than others or maybe it's just like you guys listen when it's available for you which I guess is how people should do it anyway I don't know there's still a lot I'm learning but I'm glad that I can do it in a place where I can take the time to learn and I'm improving what I can for me and also for your guys' entertainment so Anyway, that's me done rambling about the game. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys so much for listening. I 
don't know what tomorrow's episode will be. I mean, it could be anything at this point. But again, thank you. And I hope you guys enjoy whatever is to come.